Hi, my name's Serena Ritter. I'm your reigning Ms. U.S. Continental 2019. I'm interviewing with The Pageant Project. Hi everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project and I am here with Serena Ritter who is Miss US Continental 2019. Serena, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Guys, if you're watching on the stream, could you just let us know if you can hear us okay um, and if you have any questions for Serena or any messages of support, I'm sure that she would appreciate both. Serena, I think we should probably, I, I want to start with where you are, but first, can you show everyone your coffee, the coffee cup that you showed me? <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> traveling on the road for work right now for what I do for a living. So I brought just a fun little, you know, lipstick cup with me to keep me company during my interview. Is the coffee any good? Um, I don't, I don't drink coffee, so oh. it's got water in it. Oh, okay, after all that. Because <laughs> if there's one thing that I need advice on, it's where to find good coffee in America because I can tell you it's been a struggle. I did find some in Chicago <laughs> and New York, but in between everywhere else um, was a struggle. Uh, now, I'm assuming I'm assuming this is your husband, otherwise this is going to be awkward. Darren Keddy has said, sending love to my amazing wife, Serena. I'm home watching with our cat, Luna. Oh, yes, that, that's definitely my husband. Okay, I thought it was going to be super awkward if it wasn't. Uh, now, Serena, why don't we start with where you are? You mentioned that you're traveling for work. So let's start with where you are, what you do for work, and maybe what time it is, because I get confused with these interviews. I never know what time it is. Well, I'm currently in the Baltimore area in Maryland. I work for international fashion designer MacDougall, so I'm here visiting clients showing our 2020 spring collections. I currently live in the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. Okay, so love Chicago, and that's where Galaxy is going to be next year. We need to backtrack a little bit, because I wasn't, I did do my research, and I wasn't sure if you still worked for McDougal, but can we just mm -hmm. say dream job? I mean, for a pageant competitor to work for McDougal. I mean, which one came first? The dream job or working for MacDougall? They're kind of the same thing, you know. Um, but I've been with MacDougall, uh, it'll be six years in February. And how did you how did you land that job? Because there are a lot of pageant girls right now who, whenever they're listening to this, will be super jealous. So how did you manage to land that job? Um, my very first job, they told me, you know, never lose a contact. You always stay in contact with everybody. And that's exactly what I did. I, I met a woman in my teenage years and, you know, we kind of grew together. And one day she just asked me, she's like, what do you do for a living? And at the time I was working for one of the largest car dealerships in the country. And she said, Oh no, 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 no. Call me. So I gave her a call and that was the first time we ever spoke on the phone. We had been friends online for 10 years before that. Wow. She's like, girl, give me your resume. I gave her my resume and she goes, I know what you should be doing. And next thing I know, I had an interview with MacDougall himself and here I am almost six years later. 
Okay, so just to make people even more jealous, can you outline for us what you do sort of day to day? Because it sounds like you get paid to travel to sell MacDougall. Yes. So I handle 14 states, so primarily the East Coast of the United States, so anybody tuning in internationally. Um, my territory is from Maine all the way down to South Carolina. So I visit all of our accounts that are either existing accounts with MacDougall or accounts that are going, why don't I carry MacDougall? I need this in my store. And I get to go to markets, trade shows, um, sometimes, you know, pageants, of mm -hmm. course. Um, so that's a big part of my job. I'm an in-house and an outside sales rep. So a big part of my job is traveling. So I do hu two huge traveling trips per year. Um, the other big part of my job is I get to be part of our merchandising team. So all oh, of wow. those amazing dresses that you girls see, I play a huge part in what's getting put on our collections each year. So for me, that that's a dream come true because I did not go to school for merchandising. Matt goes, you have an eye and I want it. So that's how I got on that. And I do a little bit of celebrity styling at work as well. So I work with my boss, Marianne, and we team up with stylists and celebrities and get them dressed to the max wearing Mac Dougal. This is just going from bad to worse. I mean, is there any <laughs> is there any downside of your job? I mean, you get paid to travel. I'm assuming you get paid to wear McDougal, or at the very least you have an extensive McDougal collection. And now you're working with stylists <laughs> and celebrities. What's the downside? There, there must be some downside. Um, I, I love what I do for a living. I, I love helping people find that inner confidence. And sometimes that's putting on that dress, mm. that cocktail, whatever it may be. The only downside to my job is I get, I gotta be honest. Hey, I'm human. Like everybody else. I get homesick. I miss my family. Yeah. I miss my friends. Um, I've been traveling for six weeks now. So sleeping in your own bed, there's nothing that ever <laughs> compares to that. You know, being at home with my husband, yeah. there's nothing that compares to that. So that's the downside. Of course, that's fair enough. Uh, just one more question about McDougal before we go on to pageantry, which is what we were supposed to be talking about, but I couldn't resist. <laughs> um, I asked in a post maybe last week um, who, their, who, who people's dream designer was, and McDougal definitely came up. And obviously there are another few names such as Giovanni. Um, working for McDougal, could you give us an idea as to what the point of difference with McDougal is? Because there aren't a load of brands, but obviously there are a few mm -hmm. big names in pageantry when it comes to what to wear. So what would you say is a point of difference with McDougal versus some of the other brands? And that's an excellent question. We get asked that all the time. I always have girls coming up to me saying, well, why should I wear McDougal yeah. and not, you know, this designer, or this designer? Mm. We've been in the business for 35 years. We specialize in beading. Pageantry is a core part of what we specialize in. I can't speak for another designer, but I can definitely speak for who I've worked for for almost six years. When we're designing, when we're looking at what we want out there in the general community all over the world, pageant girls play a big, big role in that. Mm. So whether it's an interview outfit, fashion wear, gown, whatever it may be, that's something that I believe truly sets us apart and kind of was a seamless transition for me to work in fashion because of my huge history with pageantry. So pageant girls out there, you guys play a big, big role in what we do at MacDougall. 
And I truly believe that's what sets us apart. Perfect. I can tell you've been asked that question before. I was when I was asking it, I thought, oh, that might that might put you on the spot, but you answered it like a true professional. Oh, oh well, thank you. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to ask Serena about her pageant history, but I can see some of you are watching. So if you haven't tuned into one of my interviews before, the reason I go live is so that you can ask questions or leave messages. So if you have any questions ranging from what her hobbies are to how can I get a discount yeah. on McDougal, then put them in the comments and I will pass them on to Serena. She can't see them, but I will relay them. So if you want to leave a question or a message of support, put them in the comments. Um, Serena, why don't we start with your pageant history? Um, you alluded to it before we jumped on live that it's been pretty extensive, but let, take mm -hmm. us back to where it started and the journey to the crown. That's a lovely crown, by the way. It's. Oh, I love it. <laughs> wow. So take us through um, the journey from beginning to this particular crown. Absolutely. Um, so I've been in pageantry for 17 years as a active competitor, title holder, queen, um, assistant director, mentor, coach, judge. I've done a little bit of everything. Definitely competing is my favorite. I started in pageantry when I was in high school and I was a thespian. So I was a theater girl. I, I loved being on stage. I loved being able to act and tell a story through someone else's story. But I got to tell you, I, I never thought that, honestly, I never thought that I could get on stage like those girls I watched at Miss Universe and Miss USA and Miss America every year. I'm like, mm. oh my God, I, I, could, I could never do that. I gave those girls so much credit. I'm like, I can't walk like that in a bathing suit. And um, I actually got a letter in the mail like they used to back in the good old days for all <laughs> of you newbies out there. They used to send lots and lots of spam mail to try to reel you in. Well, they hooked me. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I started it because I knew that you could have a platform. And that was something that I didn't know about pageantry. I thought it was just beautiful women in gowns and swimsuits and that were well-educated and making a difference. But I truly didn't understand the intricate parts of pageantry until I dove right in. Right. So I competed in my first pageant. Let me tell you, I hope nobody has that video. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. <laughs> um, but... I got, um, I, I got a phone call uh, a week or two later uh, from another pageant system. They were chaperones there, and they're like, we love you. We would love for you to do this. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. So I gave it another shot, and I was hooked. I didn't win. Um, I just kept pursuing the dream of advocating for my platform. At the time, it was domestic violence, which right. one in three women are affected by. Mm. I had a very dear friend that was domestically abused, so I started pageantry a hundred percent for somebody else and not for myself. Wow. And that's what a lot of people don't know. Mm. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. I've done galaxy. I've done internationals, the County fair system. I've done, you know, tons of different pageants in the United States. Uh, Miss royalty international. I won mm -hmm. two of their national titles, both the miss and the Ms. Um, more recently I am your reigning Ms. us continental, which I am so excited about. I tried to do this pageant almost 10 years ago, but the wow. dates never worked. So the stars right. align this year, and here I am. Uh, I'm just going to go over to Facebook. So if you see me looking over there, it's not because I'm not looking at you. It's because I'm looking at the Facebook <laughs> 
comments. Uh, Tisha Giles Downing has said hello. Sylvia, that looks like a Polish name, Sylvia. Lesanchuk. Lesanchuk. Love you in caps so, so much, Serena. You are amazing. V Low has said hello, Queen. And Jane Black has said love you with three love hearts. Guys, if you have any questions, I'm sure she appreciates a message of support, but if you have any burning questions, um, put them in the comments. <laughs> uh, Serena, can you give us an idea? Obviously, you said 17 years. It's a good amount of time, particularly in the pageant world. Give yeah. us some idea as to how you've changed over those 17 years. I mean, obviously you've lived 17 years of life. Anyone would change, but 17 <laughs> years in the pageantry world, how have you changed? What changes have you seen in the pageant world? Because that's a fascinating journey. Thank you. Um, probably technology is one of the biggest changes, just like we've seen in every other field. Mm. Um, like I said, back when I first started doing pageants, we didn't even have MySpace yet. So that gives you an idea of how long wow, it's so, really so long, long ago, back in the dark ages. <laughs> it was totally the dark ages. I had to wait for the postman to bring me something to let me know about oh, wow. what was going on next. Um, <laughs> I remember those days. I remember those days with tapes and vinyl players. Yeah, I remember all of that. Oh, yeah. Um, so technology has been a huge change i've seen fashion fashion is my passion of course um something i truly truly love and admire but pageantry throughout the ages and the years that i've been involved oh my goodness it has been amazing to watch the fashion change in pageantry and it it's it's almost little uh a little click here a little click here mm. just all these little bubbles of different pageant systems they all have their own finesse and style and glam and whatever it may be. But it's nice to see that pageantry is still evolving constantly. When I first started doing pageantry, I mean, one of the very first notebooks that I got from them for paperwork, it was the original one from, like, I think, 1962 for the county fair system. They had not changed anything. Okay. I mean, they're trying to have us, you know, find shoes that I'm like, oh, my God, I may have to call my grandma. <laughs> I don't have these. <laughs> Damn me. But um, I love the county fair system, so just putting that out there. But the other thing that I've really seen in pageantry is now with technology, it's so easy to connect. I've mm. been connected with women all over the world as part of being an active pageant competitor, coach, mentor, and through my journey of working at MacDougall. So being connected, I mean, just like you're all the way in Australia yeah. right now. How amazing is this? Through pageantry we're connected and that's what i love is this ever evolving transition of beauty that we have unfolding before us um we've got an interesting question from chandler just before i go to that question uh can you tell us a little bit about the about the miss us continental system because i didn't put that question in there so tell us um well tell me more about that system because it's a system that i haven't heard of yet Absolutely. So uh, the uh, the U.S. Continental Pageant started in 1995. Again, giving away how long I've been in pageantry, guys. No, just kidding. Um, so back in 1995, they started uh, in the United States of America. For anybody tuning in overseas, this was when it originally started. Huge. So when you think of Miss USA and Miss mm. United States, things like that, that's how big it was. 
now in pageant world, we have so many pageants. Yeah. This pageant is celebrating 25 years for t- in the year 2020. So I'm so excited that I get to be part of that production in whoever is going to be crowned the 25th anniversary queens. Our areas of competition are interview, aerobic wear, evening gown. If you are selected to make it into the top five mm-hmm. in both the Ms. and the Mrs., you go to final question. Fishbowl style, mm-hmm. this pageant, uh, just any ladies you know out there, hey, it starts at 18 years up and it goes from there. So the Ms., I, and that's the other thing. A lot of people go, well, aren't you married? How are you a Ms.? Great. Well, I'm asking myself the question, but I there's love it. I can just I can so, just sit here and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the so the Ms. is for married or married women. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Um, Mrs. is obviously for married women. Uh, both you can have children, no children, married, widowed, or divorced for the Ms. Right. This is a pageant that is welcoming to all ages, all heights, all sizes, all ethnicities, all religions. We come with open arms and we welcome everybody. It's a really, really fun system. You know, we had a group outing this past year. They actually, I had friends fly down and I could sit with them for a little while. They're like, oh my oh, God, wow. you have time to hang out. Yeah, that's unusual. Whoa, that's never happened. Yeah. Um, but it's, it honestly is a really fun pageant system. It's something that you get to meet a lot of amazing women from all over the United States. So, ladies, if you're looking for a new pageant system, one that's been reputable for 25 years with amazing directors, and it takes place right in sunny Florida, why wouldn't you sign up? (laughs) Message me or the U.S. Continental Pageant. But that kind of sums up the U.S. Continental Pageant, and I'm so excited that I'm, I can't believe I'm still, I just, I'm still on cloud nine. I cannot believe this crown is sitting on my head. (laughs) When were you actually crowned, Serena? Memorial Day weekend. So it was May 25th that I was actually, no, May 26th that I was actually crowned. Right. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to this question from Chandler Murphy. Uh, He's asked, how do you feel about Miss America's most recent statement uh, that, in quotes, an intelligent woman doesn't parade around in a swimsuit? I do. I, I think I saw that somewhere as well. So that's an interesting yeah. question. So how do you feel about that statement? Hi, Chandler. She's actually one of my sister queens for the U.S. Continental oh, thank you pardon. She. I thought Chandler was a, a guy's name. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, uh, yeah, in America, that's been an extremely hot topic because there's a new sponsor with the Miss America organization. And mm-hmm. part of what they had said in a post was saying that educated women don't parade around in swimsuits. And women all over the United States are proudly posting them in swimsuits saying, yes, they do. And it's not parading around in a swimsuit. I, I, don't, I don't think that they should have posted that. Mm. A, a lot of people forget that the Miss America system started as a swimsuit pageant. It is the first documented pageant in the United States of America, started in the 1920s, and it is a national treasure. Mm. And that's how it originally started. And for all of those out there wondering why pageant girls do that, that's how it originally started. And that's something that's just kind of continued forward throughout the years. But me as an individual, I've competed in aerobic wear and in swimsuit, loud and proud. I'm a smart, educated woman, and there is nothing wrong with doing so. 
I do. I do find I don't know the context of that post, but I do find it uh, sort of confusing to me why someone would post that, because what you to me, what you decide to wear has no bearing on your education or anything else. Um, I had a friend from Miami who was uh, in a Sports Illustrated competition and the mm -hmm. one of the people in Sports Illustrated said, and I love this quote, that a woman doesn't need to be uh, modest to be respected. So I think it's um, I think we're in an interesting time when it comes to women's empowerment. And I know bikini section has been a hot topic, but I just keep thinking that yeah. women should be allowed to do whatever they want to do without judgment. It doesn't mean we all have to agree on what they do, but I, I do find some of those arguments confusing. Uh, Nicole Gearing has sent you a couple of love hearts. Chandler has said, hi, lovely. That's um, that's okay. Everyone calls me here. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate that Chandler, but still. Um, and Chandler has said preach in all caps. So yep. Serena, I think we should ask you a two prong question. One, do you have any spare time? And two, if you do, what do you do with it? Okay, so my calendar looks insane. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say spare time. I just would say that my time is very calculated. So since I travel so much uh, for work, um, you know, plus, so when I'm also home, I'm also in the office. Plus, I run my own business. I'm on the board of directors for Marley's Ministries and Marley's Angel Gowns is a nonprofit organization that I represent. Um, along with, I organize a slew of other things in the area. So hmm. when, when, um, I'm trying to get other women together, Hey, when there's great appearances out there, I like to share them with my sisters from all different pageant systems. So if I have an idea or something that's going on, I invite you over, let's do this, let's do this. Um, with a little bit of spare time that I have, I, I like to swim. I am an avid swimmer. I love doing that. I'm an, um, I will, I think my husband will agree. I'm an amazing cook. I like to do that in my my free time, um, but I'm just I'm just a normal person, just like everybody else. I like to go to the movies. I love okay, okay. I love to go shopping. If there's a sale, of I mean, I, I'm already there. I am so there. But no, I'm just a person like everybody else. And but if there's a sale, I'm totally there. <laughs> Dare I ask? When I interviewed Maria Torres, uh, she was in her in her wardrobe, which had two rooms and was blinged oh. to the extreme. Dare I ask you, 17 years pageant experience working for McDougal, how extensive is your wardrobe and how extensive is your shoe collection? I'm afraid to ask this. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> my husband's watching crap. <laughs> <laughs> What, have you hidden some um, away somewhere, have you, that he doesn't know about? Honey, cover your, honey, cover your ears. You, you don't know. Well, I have actually, I had to get, um, I have an air-conditioned, climate-controlled storage unit with all my pageant stuff. So it's a 10 by 10 storage unit. So I have accumulated, like, I don't even know how many gowns, but I have... I have something literally for any event that you could possibly imagine. Uh, last time I counted, I had 137 pairs of shoes. <laughs> this is I amazing. I told you I love sales. <laughs> I, I love the idea. Uh, I don't know if you know about Celine Dion. She's crazy about shoes. 
and she has <gasps> i think thousands okay. of pairs and as do i embarrassing factoid um but she has a computer system which goes to get like with a claw goes to get the outfits that she wants because she has so many that she can't see them all at the same time and she has rotisserie for her shoes so that's the picture oh that God. i just got from you you look like you're having some sort of brainwave right there i want to be in her closet right now <laughs> i can't imagine how big it would be but yeah it, it's all computerized um okay so it wouldn't be a pageant interview if we didn't talk about food you did mention that you're an amazing cook so can you tell us what sort of food do you love to cook I, I like food that makes you feel guilty. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever heard to anything. <laughs> All right, give us an idea. What makes you feel guilty? Cheeseburgers. <laughs> no, but I like to, I, I love to host. And so when I have people that come over, I'm not going to give you just a salad. I want to give you a meal. I want to give you an experience. I want you to feel warm and welcome and happy mm. and full. And I want you to feel like you're going to grandma's house and she just, you know, loaded the plate up with absolutely oh, yeah. everything in her fridge. Mm -hmm. So I like hearty food. So I like a lot of pastas and risottos and then, you know, mix them up with really fun. You know, I love any vegetable there practically is hey put that in a roasting pan in the oven oh it's glory four days um and then i like really healthy food too so you can always spruce up your healthy food and you can make it bad you can add like bacon and chicken and steak and you know anything else you want to throw in there this is a disaster because it's 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 breakfast time i haven't had breakfast and now i've just absolutely made myself <laughs> starving uh okay i should not have asked that question sylvia has asked tell us what you look for in a pageant organization when selecting a system to compete in that's a great question sylvia um now that i'm a missus things have definitely changed in my life and you know looking for a reputable organization i want to go to an organization that has girls that rave about it. I want to go to an organization that's also reasonable. You know, I also, ha you know, I'm a partner in crime with my husband now, so I can't break the bank, you know, unless he allows me to, but I want to go, I want to be in a pageant that is warm and welcoming and has the same values and morals that I do. Mm. You know, also, I know that every pageant is not for you. So when I'm selecting, I literally make a pros and cons list. I said, okay, right. here are all the pageants that I am possibly interested in. Then that's then that list gets smaller because I literally travel so much for work and I'm all over the place. I'm like, okay, now these pageants, which ones are going to work within my schedule sure. of availability? Because there are certain months that I have like zero flexibility on, on getting out of because we do have certain events that, hey, if you're not there, well, you might be looking for another yeah. job. But that's the name of the game. But one of the most important things that I look for is the directors. Mm. When I send an inquiry in about a pageant that I'm interested in, you either get, you know, a fairly decent response or it's crickets. Yeah. And when... You know, when a girl's on the hunt looking for that, you know, that next accomplishment, that next title, I'm looking for somebody that's very engaging. I'm looking for somebody that will answer all of my questions, make me feel comfortable. I don't want to just feel like another contestant. I want to feel like Serena mm. and not contestant number 17 or yeah. whatever it may be. 
That's really what I look for. But lastly, what I look for is I look for women that are talking about the system. I want to know what past title holders have to say. I want them to be like, you know what? I had amazing experience or even for this one that I did, I had talked to a few women that had did it, you know, did it the year prior because I've been looking at it for years. And even the ones that didn't win had great things to say. So I'm like signed, checked off on every single thing that I wanted. So I just felt like it was where I needed to be for this pack, for this system and looking overall in general. I want, I want all of those things checked off my list. Absolutely. I've discussed this on air more than several times. I absolutely agree with you, especially about the director and then doing your research. Um, and I love what you said about asking people who didn't win, because obviously if mm -hmm. you won the title, you're going to have some amount of bias or some things you can't say. If you ask right. the people who haven't won and they still love the system, that is really saying something. Uh, Catherine Arneson has said, hi, Queen, looking beautiful. Tisha has asked, do you believe that pageants should have cut off ages for competing? Well, and that's always going to be in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to use the U.S. Continental Pageant System as a great example this year. Janie Black, my sister queen that won in the Mrs. Division, was competing against women in their 30s and she's in her 50s. And she won mm -hmm. in the Mrs. Division competing against women 20 years younger than her. So, ladies, disregard age. The most important thing when it comes to pageantry is you. They're judging you as an individual. It doesn't matter if the girl standing next to you is five years older, 10 years older, 10 years younger, whatever it may be. Mm. It's about what you as an individual and you as a title holder and what you, you, that person will do for that system. That's what every pageant I truly feel is looking for in their selection. Yeah, I love that. I love that um, someone was competing against people 20 years younger and won. That's not a story that I've heard before. Uh, Penny Booher has said, hey, Sister Queen, good to see you. V Lowe has given you four love hearts. I'm just going through here. Aww. Catherine, <laughs> Catherine Arneson has said, Serena's an incredible hostess. Yes, I'm not going to ask her about food again because I haven't had breakfast and my stomach is going to start rumbling. Jane Black has said, yes, love my Sister Queen, incredible woman with a lot of assorted emojis and <laughs> venus han has said hi serena with more love hearts uh serena just before we and guys again if you're watching and you haven't watched one of my interviews before if you have any questions or messages for serena put them in the comments and i will pass them on but i'm going to take serena through our final 10 questions in a second just before we do that um, Serena, is there anyone that you want to give a shout out to just for supporting you throughout your pageant journey, but also in doing life? My husband. So we've been together for almost 10 years and we've been married for a, a little over a year now, but I just want to say thank you. I know that, you know, being a pageant girl and now married to one, it, well, I know that me being a pageant girl, now you're, you know, married to one. Hey, I know that's a lot to handle. And I just want to say how much I love and truly appreciate you always standing by my side and being my best friend and my partner in crime and know that you are truly valued and appreciated. I, I really, really mean that. I couldn't be where I'm at 
right now in life without you. I also want to thank my parents for honestly always believing in me. My mom's not a pageant mom at all. She just comes <laughs> and she's like, woo, yay. She's like, did you win? <laughs> I'm like, mom, I have the crown on my head. She's like, so you won, right? It's been 17 years and she still doesn't know. I love that. My mom is just always there. She's like, whatever you want to do, I'm supporting you. And lastly, I really, really want to thank the board of directors for the U.S. Continental Pageant System, Barbara and John Lugo. Thank you for having a wonderful pageant system where girls from all over the United States of America can come together as one of all ages, sizes, heights, ethnicities, and just love pageantry as a sisterhood. Also, Nicole, Tina, and uh, Laureen, you guys are very much valued and appreciated. Uh, you mentioned that you have been with your husband for 10 years and that you've been married for a year. I just yes. want to ask, for some reason, just popped into my head, can you tell us how he proposed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, my husband has a really, uh, uh, let me, I'll give you one little backstory. So I met okay. my husband uh, backstage at a concert. So I went there on Valentine's Day, no <laughs> intentions on meeting anybody whatsoever. That was the last thing on my mind. I'm like, no, I'm just here to listen to some rock and roll. It's I know what that's fun. like. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, we ended up going on the tour bus after the show. It was the band Hinder. And, you know, this cute little redhead comes up finally and sits next to me. The man hits on my tights. Couldn't even say hi to me or, hey, can I sit next to you? He says, I really like your tights. Yeah, that was the first thing he ever said to me. It was hilarious. But anyways, we exchanged numbers. And yeah, but I love telling that backstory. Honey, I'm so sorry. I had to tell everybody. Um, but my, my husband is an amazing, amazing guitar tech. He's worked for some of the best in the biz. Oh. And... Literally, I'm going, we've been together all these years. Why haven't you popped the question? And <laughs> on Christmas Day, he finally popped the question. He did get my father's permission, and he asked his daughter for permission as well. I'm so glad that they both said yes. And I did not think he was proposing. I'm like, oh, my God, this is over. He's never going to propose to me. <laughs> and I had one Christmas present, just one. And normally there's like, it's filled and I'm going, oh my God, you forgot to go Christmas <laughs> present shopping for me. You didn't buy me anything. You don't love me. So, it's he over. Me just, <laughs> so he gives me just this one present. I'm like, okay, yay, whatever. And I'm <laughs> opening it. And then at the very bottom, there's something glued to the bottom. I'm like, so I turn it over and flip it upside down and shake it out. And I open it up. I start crying. And like he said, the most amazing, nicest things about me. And, you know, basically, you know, you're the one for me. I want you to be my wife, blah, 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 blah. And of course, I said yes. And my stepdaughter got to be there. And then my parents came shortly after. So for me and for us, it's really, really nice that sometimes so much of our life is shared online that mm. I got to have a very intimate, beautiful moment with my husband and my stepdaughter. Um, when he proposed to you, when he was saying those nice things about you, was he talking to your tights or has he learned to look you in the eye? <laughs> I got to ask. You know what? He's done a great job. He really did look at me in the eye. I was so proud of him. So proud. <laughs> I'm sure he's a lovely man. Obviously, he must be. You, you've married him, but you did not sell him well at the beginning. I just want to say redhead that hit on your tights. That's not, that's not the best way to introduce a guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> a redhead that hits on your tights. So, mm. oh, okay. He's so cute, though. He's so cute. <laughs> Sounds like he has an amazing... You, you both have crazy, ridiculous jobs. I mean, so many people would want to be touring with musicians and then your pageant girl who works for McDougal. I'm like, oh, my God, everyone's job, job by, by comparison seems so boring. <laughs> okay. Um... What do we got? We've got Annika Adams saying yummy, my kind of girl. The yummy must be about food. Erin uh, says, I knew you were going to say your hubby. You two are so freaking cute. Love you, girl. So proud of you. Uh, <laughs> Christine Kohler has said, hi, Serena. And Sherilyn Fox has said, hi, gorgeous sister. BTW, most epic wedding ever. I can only imagine oh. how you were dressed. Can you give us some ideas? I know. Yeah. I had five wedding dresses. I'm assuming five. you didn't wear them all at the same time. Oh, I, no, of course not. <laughs> but I had five wedding dresses. Look, I work in fashion. I'm a pageant girl. Of course, yeah. Hey, it was my fashion show that day. So I pulled out all the stops and i wanted to channel my inner grace kelly and just have a very beautiful regal you know time oriented wedding to take us back a few decades and to really appreciate the beauty and wonder of what yesteryear was like sounds perfect okay we will go through the final 10 questions guys watching on the stream if you have any final questions or messages serena make sure you put them in below so you don't miss out but serena here we go 10 final questions number one what is your favorite word Ooh, uh success what is your least favorite word moist <laughs> that is like the worst word in the whole that is just the most awful word when people say moist, oh, I can't even stand saying it. I just, I don't like the word moist. It's just gross. The, f the, first, <laughs> I don't like it. the first time I heard that answer, I, I hated the word moist. I've now heard it so often that it's kind of lost its impact on me. But <laughs> I can, yeah, I can completely understand that. Uh, in life, what gets you excited? What turns you on? Um, my husband, of course. But I tell you what. Nothing gets me so excited and happy like a sale. Oh, I, I knew this was coming. <laughs> off. Woo! <laughs> You're going to need to upgrade that three, the, the 10 by 10 unit that you have. I think it's going to need to become bigger if you keep, <laughs> keep doing this. I know. I know. So bad. Question four, what turns you off? Um... That's a great question. Um, I guess what really turned me off is, okay, I, I would say what turns me off in life is somebody that can't be honest, somebody that can't follow through, somebody that, you know, they say they're there for you, but they're not. Mm -hmm. um, that would definitely in life just be a big no-no. So that, that would turn me off. Question five, what sound or noise do you love? Okay, so I'm a big animal person, and I have the most beautiful cat. She's 12 years old, oh, wow. and I love listening to her purr. <laughs> I love the sound of a cat's purr. I love it. I'll agree with you on that one. <laughs> I have two cats at home. One One's purr doesn't sound so good. It kind of sounds like a broken muffler, but the other one sounds lovely. <laughs> 
laugh sounds like something's come loose but she's she's probably about the same age as your cat 12 12 is a is a good age for a cat oh yeah question six what sound or noise do you hate someone farting Does it happen very often in the line of work you do? I can't believe that anyone would, would be audibly farting. Let me tell you something. In all of my years of doing theater and all my years of competing, you've heard and seen it all. Just saying. <laughs> Probably okay. some things that once you hear, you can't unhear them. Or unsee. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I think we'll le leave that to our imagination. Question yes. seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Mm. Oh, okay. I would want the superpower to uh, turn water into wine. Jesus had it right. Okay, folks. If I could turn water into wine anywhere I went, oh my God move over Bethany Frankel, I would be the next big thing. That would be <laughs> amazing. Oh, yes. Are we talking red wine, white wine, sparkling, anything? All wine. All if, wine. It's, if it's wine, I mean, I want to just be able to go, whoop, wine, whoop, wine, white, red, rosé, prosecco, whatever you want, I can make happen. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that anyone would get any work done if anyone had that superpower. I mean, it would just be wine o'clock 24-7, 365 days a year. Right. But if somebody could do that and you're like, oh, my God, I'm really thirsty somewhere. <laughs> and you're like, just like you're like, oh, I can't find good coffee. Yeah. I can give you good wine. <laughs> I, I'd settle for that in place of the, in yeah. place of the coffee. Uh, question yeah. eight. What job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? Okay. That's hard. So I'm a natural salesperson and I truly believe that even now I could totally be on one of those home shopping networks or QVC, but I want, I would love to do it, but somehow roll like my love for comedy and being a chef into that. I don't know how I could make that happen, but I feel like I could make it a whole variety show. Be like, here, you should go shopping and let me tell you some funny jokes. Oh, but you're hungry now, so let me make you some. So, you know, something like that. <laughs> that would be the most multifaceted show on TV. So you want to sell things, but tell jokes and cook for people at the same time. Yeah. I just want to cover everything all at once. <laughs> like, I want to make you feel like you're at home, like I'm Martha Stewart. But then I also want to, you know, you know, sell like, I don't know, like sell this amazing remote control to you at the very same time, even though you probably have 50 of them in your house. Um, <laughs> but then tell you a few jokes because now we're friends and then we don't have that weird, awkward barrier anymore. So we're all having a good time and I'm turning water into wine. So <laughs> have you have you planned this out? This seems like too detailed to just be spontaneous. You've planned the whole thing out. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I, I really didn't. I do, um, I do a lot of like online shows for my work. So they'll have me speak for like an hour completely off the cuff. So that's usually what I'm really best at. So, hey, somebody gives me a microphone. Mm. I am like ready to go. You ask me a question, let's go and run with it. So I'm always ready. You must nail interview section then. 
Yeah, I scored perfect at uh, US Continental. Yeah, there, there's something to be said for people who, I don't know if you have this <laughs> expression, but gift of the gab. You just give them a microphone yeah. or give them the floor and they love it. I'm one of those people, like, which is a bit ironic because sometimes in a social gathering, I might not be the loudest person, but if you give me the floor, I won't shut up. It's just, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's an odd thing. So um, anyway, yes, yes. moving on, what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Ooh, work at a library. I am way too loud to work at a library. <laughs> And I could not deal with all the cataloging and everything. I'm a really organized person. But that was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, oh, my God, being a librarian, I give them a lot of credit. I just can't be that quiet. I'm sure I talk in my sleep. You know, the person that's sitting next to me on the airplane, I feel so sorry for them every time oh. because we're just do, 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 do. But I, I honestly, I just I couldn't do something where a huge part of my job was I couldn't do that. You're one of those kind of people on planes, are you? Last time I took a flight from Chicago <laughs> to New York, and it's not a long flight, um, or, or somewhere to New York, and I almost ended up being an investor in someone's company, and her company was frozen wow. cocktails. She had You had this machine at home, you put in a pouch, and it makes a frozen cocktail for you, and she was telling me about it. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I want to bring wow. it to Australia. You're one of those people. Yep. I passed out a lot of business cards on airplanes over the years. I tell you what. <laughs> Final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, I am a Christian, so I definitely do believe in heaven. And what I would like for him to do or say is I would love for him to introduce me to my sister. I never got to meet her because she was a preemie and, you know, didn't give it, you know, truly have an opportunity at life. Mm. And I would, I would love for God to say, I would like for you to meet your sister Faith. That would be the most amazing thing. And of course, him welcoming with open arms and be like, come on in. We got, we're drinking, you know, wine over here ever since you've been saying you're turning water into wine. Yes. So. I'm sure you'd be accepted into heaven as it is, but with that superpower, even if you were going somewhere else, I'm sure they'd recruit you or hire you for, for, for that skill. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go one more final time uh, to the Facebook comments, Serena, and then I'll let you go. Uh, I've got a, one, a question from Catherine Cortez, who I believe is Ms. Bill. Uh, I have to do the Beasa Latina, the Ms. Beasa no, Latina. Catherine Cortez, what would you want your legacy to be? And also she says, love you and miss you with two hearts. Love you, Catherine. You did amazing at BL. I was so proud of you. Um, I want my legacy when somebody says Serena, I want them to say she was not only a great queen. This is great. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Being a pageant title holder you know, being a role model is amazing, but I want to leave a legacy of servitude. You know, whether you're, you know, wearing the crown or not wearing the crown, I want people to know that I truly love what I do. I, I, I love every facet of my life and I want to leave a legacy of happiness. I want to leave a legacy of, you know, that I'm comedic. I want people to feel warm and welcome. And I want them to be able to look up to me and say, I want to be like you. I want, mm. 
I want to be somebody like you. I want to be that role model for somebody else, whether it's with or without the crown, that I can maybe help somebody in their life journey as well. Perfect. Uh, you've got a few people chiming in about their least favorite word. Um, Olivia Raphael, who's over here in Australia, when I interviewed her, she said her least favorite word was crusty. Um, someone, <laughs> someone else, Christine has said, ah, I couldn't agree more, moist. Erin uh, Marie Kramer has said, I'm thirsty. This must be because of your superpower. I'm also thirsty and I'm starving now because we were talking about food. So you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Penny Booher said, I agree. I love wine, especially wine from Napa Valley. Well, so you, oh, yeah. you might need to water into wine, but specifically wine from the Napa Valley. Uh, yes. And Venus Harness said, here is how the show will be. Serena opens the show with comedy. After that segment, she would do the cooking segment while her pageant friends model the items for sale. Don't forget the wine as well, Venus. That's an important part yes, of it. Yes, Venus, thank you. <laughs> uh, Sue, do you know a Sue Smooter? She's just joined. I'm, I'm really glad that everybody was able to join in. This has been really fun. Like this was my very first live interview since being crowned in May. So I really, really just, I, I really, really want to say thank you so much for everybody that commented. Thank you. Everybody that watched uh, thank you. Everyone that supported on me, this long, crazy journey. I remember starting in pageantry and people are like, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, here I am. I, I wear my sash and crown with pride and dignity. And I am very happy to where this pageant journey has brought me. And I just want to say thank you so much to you for allowing me to share a little part of my story. Perfect. Well, it has certainly been fun. Uh, I am going to keep you on the line for just a second longer, Serena, whilst I hang up with the audience. But I'm going to echo your sentiment and say thank you to everyone for watching. Thank you for submitting questions. And um, we will speak to you next time. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of our new episodes as they drop. And connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next. Oh, 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 oh,